To Mams in the Blender, episode seven, season two. <laughs> to, oh, don't know if you got that. That was a uh, Fion. We have two little babies in with us today. We have Fion and Leona Ray, just for the moral support and the burps and the farts and the crying and the the breastfeeding and the whatever comes out of the bottom end. Right. So this week I'm joined by the lovely Kirsha Horley. She is a relatively new mother to what we like to call Irish twins, but. The thing I'm most looking forward to chatting about is the fact that Kirsha lives here in Ireland whilst all her media family lives in the States. So here she is today to let us in on the highs and lows when navigating something as huge as motherhood without the support of that stone throw away. Yeah? Yeah. I always, uh, when I'm writing them intros, kind of go, does that make sense? <laughs> Makes perfect Because <laughs> I have to write it in my own lingo. There's no grammar. Um, how are you, Kirsha? I'm great. You're very welcome. Thank you. And as well, welcome to little Leona Ray. She's right there in the mic. You'll hear her uh, look at her tiny nose. <laughs> She's pretty professional. She's gorgeous. Right. So, first things first, Kirsha. Have you always wanted to be a ma? Always. Yeah, always yeah. wanted to be a ma. Me and Ray's very first, like, argument was that he didn't want to be a mother, a dad. He never wanted to be a dad. And I was like, well, then we can't ever be together. That's musicians for you. Yeah. But he was like, Kirsch, I can't wipe my own arse. Like, how the fuck yeah. am I going to wipe someone else's? Well, but he didn't realise the mass do it all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's an epic dad. He's an epic daddy. We're lucky. Yeah. Right, so... I always wanted to be a mother, though. Yeah. Always. And here you are with two in no time. Yeah. So when you foresaw, so oh, there's Kirsten's boob out now. We get a picture of that now for the Instagram. <laughs> Gorgeous. <laughs> so um, this is the beauty of breastfeeding. You can't really find a spare hour to to go and do a podcast without having a little human attached to you. Yeah, yeah. They just have to be with you at all times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. But uh, so when I'm not not about Leona Ray, but when Hunter was born, tell us about the feeling when you foresaw his little face. When he was straight out of you. Do you know what? When he was straight out of me, I didn't really get to see him too well because it was it was it was a rush. Yeah. So they sort of like took him off me, checked him, and I remember Ray had Ray had his back to me and he was like standing over him, looking at him, like yeah. crying, and I was really like, um, can I look at him now? Like, <laughs> can, can I see him? But when I did see him, it was like just instant. The, all I wanted to do was breastfeed him. I was yeah. like, can I put him on and, and feed him? I got that as well. Yeah, and. I remember he had like dark hair and I'm and he had my brother's nose and I was like, where the fuck did dark <laughs> hair come from? Because me and Ray are so blonde. Yeah. Um, but no, instantly, I don't know if it was like instant love, love. It was instant like... Infatuation. I have to take care of him. Yeah. He's my soul, like... We were I'm talking about protector. this last week. I don't know if you listened to Lenny's episode. You probably are catching up. Uh, yeah, yeah, I but did actually. We were talking about the armour. So the minute your kid comes out, it's like this outer armour just grows on you. Yeah. And the, all the worries you had about yourself are gone because they're all placed on this sort of thing and you just become this extra level of strong in an instant. Yeah. Because you have this dependent. Completely. Like it was instant like I'm like everyone else nearly was prey yeah. and like I, like I had to protect her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like 
Yeah. That's it. It was gorgeous. weird. Gorgeous. I love the name as well. Hunter. Hunter. Let's yeah, go me too. Yeah, and uh, Do you know how it came up? Yeah. One of my friends was in the driveway um, and Hunter was like, <laughs> well, Hunter was like, no, like seven months old. And he was like, you're not going to call it something ridiculous like Hunter, are you? And I went, oh my God, I love Hunter. And then later on that evening, Ray was like, do you really like Hunter? Because like Triple H and all. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah I fucking love Hunter. And then that's just how it was. It is a cool name, yeah. yeah. And I think like picking a name is hard work. So hard. Like, I, we went through a nightmare with names because I picked, before I even knew if I was having a boy or a girl, I knew I wanted to call Milo after me dad. Yeah. But then Mark's like, no, I'm not calling him that. I'm not calling him Miles or blah, yeah. blah. Like, we didn't even know whether it was a girl or not. Did you just never find out? I did then oh, eventually okay. just at the very beginning but yeah. I said if it's a boy I want to call it after me dad. Yeah, it was yeah. going to have Mark's surname and yeah, I was yeah. like it's only fair as well. And then it could like short it to Milo yeah, which yeah. is cool. But anyway then Mark's, Mark got me off the idea and then we picked another name and then while we picked the other name one of Mark's best friends had a kid and called his kid that so that, that was that name off the cards. Mm-hmm. So I was like right and then I, we were trying to think of another one then and then we just couldn't and like a couple of weeks beforehand Mark came back and goes do you know what I do like that uh, your dad's name was I was like right okay so the stress you put me through this whole pregnancy about a name trying to get to a name to go back to the one that hadn't start yeah I, when we were trying to think of names it was hard but as soon as we got Hunter it was fine yeah, it's cool. Luna Ray didn't have a name for like I four days well. gorgeous she, name she was meant to be Freya and yeah. I just wasn't digging it and then Ray was like do not send me home from this hospital one more time without a name and I was like yeah. see you it. don't need to rush no you don't yeah. need to rush because you born on the full moon and yeah. then obviously Ray so yeah. that's why gorgeous gorgeous yeah. name I love it right so when you had the kids right I also I also find this hard to ward this, this question so before you had kids you were Kersha mm-hmm. right and now you're Kersha the mammy of two yeah. right have you lost a bit of Kersha Oh, I completely Ma- lost myself. Yeah. Did I you have, like, in a, in a tough way or in a... Oh, in a really hard way. Yeah. I lost everything. Like, yeah. I didn't even know who I was anymore. Yeah. And then it was I only... Can, I can see it in your eyes already. <laughs> yeah, like, the tears, because it's the reality. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, who the fuck even am I? Yeah. Like, I'm a hairdresser. I'm good at that. And, like, what else do I do besides be a good mom? Like, yeah. and I knew I was an amazing mother, but I was like... Who who even are you? Yeah, and where's my I, identity gone? Yeah, mother and mother. Yeah. I only started to feel like I was getting my identity back, and then I got pregnant on Luna Ray, and yeah. that broke me. Then again, it was like what? Yeah, and then it was like okay, it's amazing. Like how lucky am I that I got pregnant a second time? I'm so fucking blessed. Yeah, but in that moment, that doesn't it was take real. away. It doesn't take away because sometimes in this day and age, you can feel guilty. Yeah, for like getting pregnant easily. Yeah, like and understandably like people of have course. hardship and like nothing but like compassion for people who are going through that but at the end of the day your body going through that madness mm-hmm. is hard enough anyway mm-hmm. getting to come to terms with new motherhood even the mothers who struggle to have kids when they do have kids they'll admit I found it hard it's not just sunshine sunshine and roses for them yeah. either you know like having a young child is a, a nightmare at times yeah and Hunter was really easy it wasn't that I just found it hard to adjust I did. I I knew nothing than just being his mom. Yeah, and that and that's all that mattered to me. And I with guess. your story, we want to get into your adjustment. Probably was a little bit harder than a lot of other people's because of support reasons. Yeah. Because I, when you put up something on your Instagram, I think it was probably about five months. No, was when she was born. Could have been. Yeah. I think it was when the baby was just born and just about like not having, the, not having the support. Yeah. There at your doorstep. That yeah. most people, not like well, a lot of people do. I have well, it. A lot of people yeah. even have, have like. It, yeah sisters or brothers yeah. like or even like a best friend down the road 
yeah. because you moved to the country as well. So mm -hmm. that's something else. On we top. had to make all new friends. Yeah. On and like thankfully that's I so love good chatting. For you that's so good for you. Like we dot like all our support network network would be all in Dublin yeah. or in America or Canada. My yeah. brothers and my, my mom like. Right. So. We'll get into that now when we get into your story, right? But before we go on, what was your favourite childhood dinner? Yeah, I was listening to that one. Do you know what? I love dinner. <laughs> no, whatever. No, whatever. Mm. But because I grew up in the States, we didn't get like stews often. Yeah. Besides like it was only cold for about a month of the yeah. year. So I used to love a stew around like December, January. Yeah, yeah. Because it when didn't it happen sense. often. Where most other dinners like I just loved food. I loved sitting yeah. at the dinner table with my family. Yeah. And we did that every evening. So I just, whatever was there, I'd eat it. Like, Mary, that doesn't happen in most families now. Like we actually sit around the table and eat your dinner. Yeah, I, I make it a real thing that it has to be in my, I, I want that for Hunter because it was such yeah. a good thing. We used to sit and laugh and have the crack and it's like so mess good. with each other. Like, yeah. I, I put my hand up and surrender. We don't do that. And the main reason we don't do that is because my kitchen table is taken over. Gav can vouch for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my kitchen table is taken over by two torn tables. Uh, records everywhere because the little house we're in at the moment they're like there's no room for, for the amount bits. of crap Mark Dunne wants oh. right <laughs> I have nothing <laughs> I have a bike out in the shed that I bought to store it in that's it and then have me clothes in my wardrobe but that's all my stuff as far as my stuff goes every corner of the house is another hobby of Mark's yeah. that he maybe might entertain once a year yeah. and dust it off like you know, and it's just like I love you Mark but come on Get the shit together. <laughs> right. But uh, yes, yeah, so last little question is, give us your favourite childhood memory. Um, Sitting on, laying on the trampoline in the evenings, looking up the stars with my mum and then sometimes our brothers would be there. But You're making me cry even saying stupid little things like this. This is like really But genuinely, close. that's my yeah. best childhood memory yeah. and we used to do it all the time and the dogs used to jump up on the trampoline with us and yeah, it was those small little moments that are way more special like yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely we didn't have much money and oh. but like money didn't matter to me because i had those moments yeah i think you know what yeah, i mean you had your surrounding sports system yeah so right that's the icebreaker questions right so we're going to start off with you just kind of talking about your childhood <laughs> <laughs> your childhood your family dynamic mm -hmm. where you grew up which mm -hmm. is very important to the story yeah and yeah so work away okay um <laughs> so i moved to America when I was four and we stayed there until I was 16 Um, my mom oh we moved with my mom and my dad and then they separated over there and my oh now I don't even know how to explain it Um, my dad moved home to Ireland yeah actually they my mom said she couldn't do it anymore and he booked a flight and left her in America with three kids on her own to Jesus, Jesus. and he moved home to Ireland um, and then my eldest brother, he ended up moving home when he was 18. He got into drugs and shit and ended up in like a youth detention center. And when he got out, my mom was like, you have to go home. He was like, you can't, she was like, you can't stay here. Like you'll end up in fucking jail. Yeah. If that's the so case. easy in America to, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, he moved home at 18 and um, which was obviously probably one of the hardest things my mom ever had to do. Now you have two brothers, two brothers. One lives in Canada it's just now. just the three of you, is it? Okay. Yeah, the one who moved home at 18. Um, he lives in Canada now with his wife and four kids. And um, then when I was 16, 
the recession started to hit in America and my mom was, I think, just hit, was hitting rock bottom. Yeah. And I was like, let's just, she was like, I think I want to move home. And I was like, I'll move home with you. Let's just go. Yeah. So we literally moved home with two suitcases each. We, yeah. Because she was losing her house, left the house behind and moved home to Ireland. And my middle brother had become a dad and his son was one. And we moved home to Ireland, which was obviously fucking. Now when I'm a mother and tough you think of him. it, t- t- so tough on him. Like I'd yeah. say he fucking hated my mom. Yeah. But then also I'd say how horrific did my mom feel leaving one son behind, going over to rock another and son. a hard place. Literally. Yeah, but she was at like rock bottom herself. Yeah. yeah. Um. I guess there's so many years you could. I I don't know. D- deal with so much. Yeah. And then we moved home when I was 16, and uh, yeah, I've been living here since. Yeah. Really. You're only about, what, 18 now? Uh, yeah, that's it. Literally, I'm like, I'm <laughs> still not 30. I haven't, I haven't celebrated my 30 yet, so I haven't turned 30 You're yet. You're not 30 yet? Yeah, I am, but I haven't celebrated <laughs> I was like, hold on a minute. It yeah, doesn't yeah. count if you haven't celebrated. It doesn't count. What age are you? I am, thir- I'm 32 this next month. Oh, so I'm older. Yeah. I'm, old, I'm older than, I'm not older than you, Fiona. I'm older Fiona than you. is ancient over there. Look at her, ancient. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay, so that's, that is like, Tough, like because I, the only thing I can relate to is the complete. I'm the opposite yeah, because yeah. I've, been in, I've li- lived in the same place my whole life, right? My family was chaotic, you know? mm-hmm. so it, it wasn't that it was just the most perfect little just this and your everything in, in order, like you know. But I always had my ma, yeah, no more than five minutes away, and even that, I still have times where I'm like, oh Jesus, I need help here, but doesn't you know? So I can only imagine where she. So we, me and my mom moved home to Ireland. Then my brother ended up moving to Canada. And then when I was 21, my mom, the recession was here and there was no work or nothing. So my mom moved back to Florida when I was 21. Yeah. And she's been living there since. So like, and then. What uh, made her move back? Her partner, um, he moved back to Ireland with, well, shortly after us. And then there was no work for him here. There was no work for okay. her. So she moved back. Uh, he he moved back over for like I think they did like long distance for like three years and then she was like I'm gonna go back and I was like well, well I'm in love with Ray and I'm gonna stay and yeah. I'm finishing off my career so I stayed here wow yeah. Jesus Christ it's funny that I don't know any of this right yeah right so we're gonna talk, get some out of the way quick right? yeah <laughs> some, right so the reason I know care shit is because somehow you and Ray were together a good while at this stage yeah Many good few years. Um, what age were you when you got with him? Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I think we were together like five years. We broke up four years because it was short. It, it was definitely multiple years. Yeah, anyway. yeah, we were together and four years and we broke up. Yeah, and then at that stage when you were together four years, I just came out of a four-year relationship myself. Yeah. And then something mad happened. I ended up going out with Ray in the middle time there. And that's how I know Kirsha. Yeah. And here we are having a chinwag. Literally. <laughs> I know, it's yeah. mad. So it, like this like this podcast, my thing is just about normalising everything. These things happen. We're all human. You know, you go through emotions and yeah. like I know, you know I know what? you're a lovely person. I'm ho- I hope you think the same. I about do, me. I do. Yeah. This is me well enough now. I was only thinking like on the way up, Poppy was saying to me, This is Ray's mom, uh, it's Dan and Mary's ten year anniversary. Yeah. And on my way up I was like crying sort of gone. I was like, My God, you were with Ray. 10 years ago I was like you'd be together 10 years if that wasn't the case I'm like I'm so glad that right. that shit didn't happen because I really I'm love so glad, my life right. and you so, love yeah. yours but no even in saying that right 
my thing was I was straight up a long term relationship. It was just it just happened like it, there was no kind of crossfade into it. it just happened and I was I didn't know you I didn't know anything about you. It yeah. was so that was all separate to what my brain was thinking. You know I was just thinking about myself in the start in the of course. I put my hands up and I. And so I was back, he. We were both out yeah, of... Yeah, it was, it was mental, right? Yeah. But I look back in hindsight now and all I think is that should never have happened, right? Should never have happened because I love Ray to bits as friends still yeah. to this day, right? And I remember my dad saying, because we used to sing together and stuff. Yeah, and my yeah. dad saying, Jay's a pity I work together. And I says, why? He goes, because you sound good singing together and that never works. I know. So what we should have done, we should have made a band. Should have left everything away yeah. and just made a band. fucking millionaires now, lads. Oh, I don't know. Well, come here. He can't hear now, so. <laughs> <laughs> It's not me, he's so upset. Oh my God, but <laughs> it's just, coming back. Just so you know, I am dreadfully sorry that Aww. I ever even had a... Sorry, I keep well enough. Don't, don't be sorry, like, because that, that stage of our life had to happen. Me and Ray... It made us stronger. It made us so stronger. We right, weren't so meant to be together. I yeah, Like, yeah, we were rare. so in love. Yeah. But we needed se we needed to separate yeah. to, to realise how much we and were in love. And he needed to separate to realise he was going to be a dad. Yeah, well. very <laughs> true. Because when you said that, I was like, I knew that he taught that. Yeah. He but was like, Kirsten wants kids and I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you, at the time, I didn't want kids either. Yeah, so yeah. I think it is a musician's mentality. You're, you're living this kind of fake rock star life even though you just don't have the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just don't think you'll ever have no. the time for it. Mm. But then, when I met Mark, obviously Mark had a kid. Yeah. My brain slowly but surely just changed, changed, changed. I fell in love with Rob. Yeah. As much as I fell in love with Mark. And here's a funny fact, actually. Ray was the first person to plant the seed of Mark in my head. No way. He knew I fancied Mark. <laughs> I don't know if he remembers even saying that to me, but I fancied Mark since I was about 16. Aww. Just to look at I was like, geez, he's good looking yoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez, he's good looking yoke. But uh, I, I think towards the end, Ray thought I fancied Mark. Yeah. But it wasn't that I just fancied him there and then. I was like, I always thought he was a handsome. No, yeah, seems yeah, good looking. I was like, Jay, he's gorgeous. Look at mm, yeah. And Ray obviously picked up on that and said to me, so he was dead right. So I made a beeline for that fella. That's good. <laughs> but, That's yeah. great. But anyway, um, Moving on, right? I'm glad we got squashed that out of the way, right? Because yeah. I'm, I get real emotional. I always think about that, and I always think about how the four of us would be good people to be around each other, but like don't have the time. Yeah, of course. I know, and you live miles away now. Yeah, and we're moving to the country as well. Yeah, but you are moving. We're still in to Dublin, Wicklow, aren't you? No, Dublin Mountains. Yeah, but that's amazing. Our plan initially was to move out to the sticks for affordability kind of okay. you know but are you but building up there we started building two weeks oh, ago congratulations that's I'm nine years saving lads and la two weeks ago I lay me foundations and me no dad. that's the best thing I don't know when the rest of it's going to happen but that's, yeah. all I, that's all I can afford okay, for you now you can pitch a tent on top of your lap I already have yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just keep walking around foundations going this is where my couch would be <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah it's mad so you was moved out how many years ago did you just move out three years Sorry, I'm skipping too far ahead because I got mad emotional there, right? So go back to your childhood, right? Mm -hmm. So then you were in Ireland on your own when your mum went back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Completely. how did you navigate that then? Like just oh, it was really hard. And I remember when me and Ray broke up. We moved. I moved in with like a cousin, uh, and then and then I moved in with an auntie, and then it's the, like. I'm not majorly close with all my mom's brothers and sisters and all of that, yeah. which makes it even harder. Yeah, you absolutely. know what I mean. Um, really awkward, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so I rented, uh, rented off family for a while, and then, then we ended up getting back together, and rented together, and moved down the country but it was one of those things I went over to America all the time yeah. because I, I had you needed I, that yeah but I had the opportunity and the lifestyle to do it like mm. you know I 
probably went to America three times a year yeah. to see my family and to see everybody. <laughs> she's like, you're not going again. <laughs> yeah. Which is, yeah, I know. She's coming in January. Oh, We're hoping to go over in January. Deadly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like just kind of, I just find that insane. Like, I don't think that was as hard for me. It was sometimes, you know, like when you finish work and you just want to go over to your brother's for, for him to make you a fucking dinner and yeah. then go home or stay the night and go yeah. to work from there. That was hard then. Yeah. But now I've entered a different realm of hardness. Like yeah. I used to think it was hard when I couldn't stop in to see my brother or like pop into my mom for a cup of tea. Now I'm like, I just want one of you to take my children so I don't have a mental breakdown. So have a shower. You know, yeah. something simple. Yeah. Myself. Wash yeah. myself, fucking yeah. do anything. It's mad. Like Fiona was talking about there on the podcast two or three, I don't know what, a couple of episodes ago <laughs> about that, like overstimulation. Mm-hmm. Like there's someone constant... touching you all the time. Like you don't have an so hour of the day where someone's not touching you. Yeah. yeah. And it's I, overwhelming. Come in the evenings, like I am amazing up until like six o'clock in the evening. And I'm like, I've been, I've been mauled, touched. I've listened to everybody. And there's only so much I can handle. Like there's yeah. multiple nights that like that I've had to put Hunter to bed and I'm genuinely like tears are rolling down my eyes because she's in my arms. I'm trying to comfort him and I'm like, oh my God, this is yeah. so fucking hard. Like, I think this is why that when you put that video up about putting Hunter to sleep. Yeah. Well, I don't know what when you had a little bit of a mental breakdown. Yeah. So all your videos up to that point have been just everything's amazing, everything's so lovely. I'm like, there she is. When yeah. you broke, I was like, there she is. Yeah. Because I found it hard to kind of grasp your personality because I was like, no one's up there all the time. No, you. Are, yeah. That's why I like to put it up yeah, because there is moments of breaking. I clicked to that and I was like, there she is. I want to work on the podcast because <laughs> 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 I needed because the reality was there. Yeah. And the, like the pure emotion of just. Fuck this. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean? it's so why hard me? at times. Yeah. No, not even the why me. I've, I'm so grateful for the life I have. Oh, yeah. But no, I mean, like, yeah, those you, you moments. Have a moment where you're like, yeah, it's, and it is. It's really, really hard. And mm. all you need is support. And then sometimes you realize you don't really have it. Or you have to reach out to, yeah. like, the, some people that you do have to yeah. be like, hold on. Some, something's got to give. Well, put it this way, right? With me, there the other day, Zoe Robbins, ma, yeah. took Milo from me. Yeah. For a couple of hours, so I could go get my nails done. Yeah, luxury. Though. Like what the hell? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but that's beautiful, and that's how I think it should be. Yeah, and yeah. like literally every day I come in here and talk on this podcast. All I'm doing is trying to stop people being so. What's the word? Nearly, I can't think of the word. Like I just want everyone to love everybody. I know that's impossible, yeah. an impossible dream. Like world peace. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? Peace. It's such a pity because it shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, and it is. Well, it's 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 people have hangups. Yeah, and people have insecurities, and that's mm-hmm. what comes into play. Yeah, but I think when you have kids, a lot of them, them insecurities that you used to have become a different insecurity. So it's not like your insecurities are all about yourself; it's all your insecurities about how you are as a mother, yeah. as opposed to oh, do I look nice? Do I am I this? Am I do they like me or whatever? It's mm-hmm. all about am I doing this right as a mother? Am I feeding my kid right? Am I wiping the right way? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? All these stupid things. But re- in reality, like if every woman just realised that. We're all just going through the same, same shit same under different roofs yeah, and with different people. But it's just, it's the same packet of crisps, just different flavours, you know? Completely. And at the end of the day, if everybody could just help each other out, like, and like people like you, imagine it was a girl down the road from you mm-hmm. who was, had the same thing, didn't have to help. You and her could tag team. Oh yeah, like, I'd be I, on I that. I just don't understand that, how that has not happened. It's it's great. wrong, not, but not you know you, what? Some people do and some people don't. Yeah. Like I I had something done really beautiful for me there, 
uh, my cousin in Sligo. I don't see her too often, but she threw a closing of the bone ceremony for me. Mm. And uh, when I say it was so needed, it, I've never felt so beautifully. It's where they sort of wrap you up in like a cocoon. Um, okay. And the, Luna Ray was with me and it, when when they unravel you, it's like you're like a butterfly, but it's a, it's a, she held a space for me in the middle of a woods and had a little ceremony just for me. And it was like, holy shit, someone thought so much of me to do this for me. Yeah. That to me was amazing. But it's those little people you meet in life yeah. that know you're going through shit. Yeah. But they have I your back. I knew that without ever even seeing it in the flesh. Yeah. But and I'd, I'd be thinking, I'm the last person you want to hear from. Oh, but never. I still feel like, I need to reach out to this girl. We've in, always in sort own, of chatted. Yeah, but in yeah. my own kind of small way, I'd never kind of overstepped the mark. <laughs> okay, yeah. so you're making me cry. Right? Oh, I'm a big winter. It's oh, okay. so am I just yeah. terrible. <laughs> no, I'm an emotional wreck <laughs> all the time. We need time. like a towel on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, like I just think you're incredible. I oh, do. Thank I genuinely, you. And it's, it, I think that's why I got so overwhelmed when I realised I feel like I took a big chunk out of your life. Right? No. And, but the way you said it made sense as well. Yeah. And that kind of gives me relief and reassurance <sighs> and makes me feel less bad. No, don't, don't ever you feel know, bad about that. You can't, can't help it because I'm, it's the kind of person I am, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, you yeah, you, like, you'd be the same if you were me. You would. You would. It's just, it's Yeah, mad. true. But like, look at us, look at us now. Like we're yeah, sitting here amazing, doing this. Amazing, and anytime yeah. we've ever seen each other, we're able to hug each other. And well, come here. I will say this shit. You don't ever take me up on the offer. If ever you need to go get your nails done, drop them, <laughs> drop them kids up to me yeah. foundation. And you know what? I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely feel like I could do that yeah, with you. You absolutely could. Which is lovely. Yeah. yeah, you know they're in safe hands. Yeah. And see, like, I'm just such an advocate of my lumpy throat. I can't, I'm not him. I've never cried this much on an episode. <laughs> There's nothing like there's no catastrophes here. <laughs> no, I know. But you know, it's uh, it's good emotions, and it's like yeah. um, obviously we both have like a pass with yeah. a man. So it's, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's well, nice. I, I do same with me and Zoe, but I think we we see each other so often. Yeah, that we've we've hatched out everything that needed to be hatched out, and yeah. it just it's gone. It's in the past now. But, but I only said to him like last week, because like you're yeah, but like you're crying as you're healing. Like you're yeah. not crying because you're hurt. You're crying because you're healing from. It's a relief, completely. Hurt. It's a relief. Like yeah. it's just ah. Oh, this is actually such a lovely we'll situation. We'll probably leave today and be like, this is amazing. Yeah, Thank I already think that. Yeah, I, yeah. I knew it was going to be because I could tell the type of person, yeah. What's yeah. he have to do? So uh, Gab's after sell taping his hands together because he's that uncomfortable <laughs> with what's going on in the room. Is that how we make you feel, Gab? Frustration. <laughs> Just a little help in help my breathing. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's deadly. It's so cool. And I, I'm proud of us for being the type of women we are to be just able to have the strength to be like, there's no... What's the, I, I wish I had better vocab sometimes. To, no, completely. Like, to, there's no, no animosity. Yeah. There, should, there shouldn't be because it was all kind of fairly, nothing major happened. Like, no. in But like, it just, we're both lovely people. And yeah. I knew you were hurt at the time and I, I did feel that at oh, the time. I was so hurt. I know you were so hurt. And I felt, and I was at the stage where I was, I was nearly at the start, I was like, well, I just stopped out here. Well, I have to. If and he I remember was saying my life, like what he was loving my life, it still he is. is. He is, yeah. You know what I mean? But, but I, like, I knew nothing. You know what I mean? I was just a clueless character in it. And but now, but we both it. made the decision to not be together. So yeah. you weren't doing anything wrong. Yeah, but so. I, but the thing is, I had just kind of a relationship as well. But ours was just like done. Yeah, done. There was no back and forth. But there was still like, yeah, you you relied on him for support, and yeah. I completely understood that. Yeah, and even when I was in the picture, I wasn't like. What are you ringing for? I was just like, mm-hmm. go to her. Yeah. <laughs> she needed it. Because I knew you didn't have your family here and things like that. And 
that, that has to say something about me, I suppose. Absolutely. But like, at the end of the day, I'm so sorry. It's just so annoying. <laughs> it's so stupid and annoying. Be, but, uh, don't be sorry for it, honestly. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, I'll up now. Right, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> so we never actually got on. So the bear to hunter, right? Then coming home from the hospital, adjusting to being a mother for the first time in the sticks. In Where the sticks. You yeah, my mom came home and actually, do you know what? Me and my mom actually fell out for the first time in our entire life. That yeah. was a really hard thing. Yeah. Um, because my mother is my best friend and oh. I sort of lost my best friend when I get Your mom seems amazing as well. Just she from she is and she is fucking um, so amazing. Yeah. And, and I think that's what I find so hard of like, you know, having them. I'd love to... I'd love to just look at her in the face. It's not the same when you're talking to her. Yeah. And just be like, thank you for giving birth to me because if you didn't give birth to me, I wouldn't have these two beautiful children. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, and it's it's those little things that you, you miss because she's not here. So you yeah. don't get to say it to her. If you get me. Thank you. Do you want me to for a minute? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Right, pass the parcel. Pass the parcel. Let's take off a layer. I am Kids Corner. Kids, kids Corner. <laughs> We're going to call this episode The Crash. Two little fetuses here. I know. Um, Gorgeous. What were we saying? Yeah, so your mother, she's amazing. Yeah, my mom's amazing. Hunter's first. So we had him. I came home from hospital and I'll never forget, like, even the laughter and the stitches were... She was there in the house when... She was, yeah, she was home. That's what I mean. But I, we ended up falling out, which was really, really hard. You fell out? Yeah, me and no. my mom. Yeah, yeah. The first fallout we've ever had in my entire life. And okay. it happened just when I had Hunter. So it was really, really hard. Oh, no. Um, yeah, and then it was really hard to sort of like navigate through those emotions. And she went home and it was a real like, oh, God, this is... It was, it was really hard and really strange. Yeah. But we got through it and now we're on a complete different side of it. Yeah. But that's where it's also hard because she doesn't live here. There's no arriving up to her house and being like, look, we're fucking hashing this out and dealing yeah. with it. You know? And I'd say it's hard for your mom as well. Like they're growing up and she's missing all the early stages. Yeah, and... or like, you know, Hunter does things and you'd love to just like be able to show her. And it's like, I'd you say don't you're get sending her videos all every time. 10 minutes. Yeah, like, I try like... to send them because it's so important to see him growing and her... And that's all. That's all she wants to do is see yeah. it, and she she doesn't she doesn't get to. So she really values the time that she gets to spend with them. Yeah, you know, like she came home for Luna Ray, and she was here for like three and a half weeks, and it was just beautiful. Yeah, like, she was like, "What can I feed you? What do you want to eat?" She just lets you sit down and yeah, she well, take yeah. it, takes care of you. I had a time. section too, so it was so hard. Like, did you have a section on Hunter? No, I had him naturally. Oh yeah, like, so um, I was having a home birth on Luna Ray. And, I remember I, I, I was yeah. keeping tabs on you. I was yeah. like, we'll see. Yeah, I was so devastated. I she really had a plan to a tea. That's the first mistake. <laughs> yeah, I just I just had a plan that I was just gonna give birth to her naturally in my home, yeah. which would be beautiful. In the woods wrapped in a cocoon. No, it, it was gonna be in my bedroom or my salon, um, yeah. with beautiful midwives around me, but. It, that didn't happen. She came out into the world with a section and do you know how you were saying how I was seeing Hunter for the first time? I vividly have her imprint of seeing her because yeah. when she, she came out of me through my stomach they picked her up and I, held her I up. The same, and yeah. yeah, I still have that beautiful imprint of her little tiny face and, and being like spotlessly clean when yeah. they're born out with sex and it's like they're squeegeed. Yeah. All the geek is squeegeed she, off them this immaculate child. She was pretty clean. She, yeah. she was way cleaner than Hunter. That's Hunter I mean, had goo all over him for like yeah. days. That's I was like, I'm not washing him. The natural entrance or exit is covered in all sorts all of sorts of goo. stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, like how did you find recovery from a section? Horrific. It's bad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, absolutely horrific. I lied through my teeth about how I was feeling because I knew I had to go back to work. I went back to work three weeks after. A section? A section. Not a fucking hope. I was in bits. I, th- that, I think that's what actually broke me because I'm genuinely normally someone who can just get up and get on with absolutely everything and I can turn yeah. most things into a positive. Same. And after I had her, it was so hard. And then the the, the tear, Ray was rare in Hunter and I didn't I didn't get to rare him or I didn't have an input. That must have been so hard on little Hunter, yeah. Yeah, or no, Hunter was amazing. He was? Yeah, because he's his dad's best friend. He's his oh, dad's shadow. So we're lucky. But like, I, I remember there was moments like Ray was like going, what's wrong with you? And I was like, you just do things and like, there's no, what do you think of that, Kirsha? And he was like, I didn't realise and I'm like, I know, but I am his man. I don't feel like I have, I'm getting the opportunity to be his man. Yeah. Because I had to lie there and feed her yeah. and you be feel bed like, You feel like you're useless in a sense. So but useless. you weren't, you were absolutely Amazing, so abused. Amazing, yeah. yeah, I was yeah. keeping her you alive. You were cut in half. Yeah, <laughs> you remember. Her. I always say, we were the magician's assistant. Yeah. Right? We yeah. got cut in half, but like, like I was saying, when I went back to work three weeks after having them, I was I feel like I'm completely healed. Oh, jeez, I can't feel any pain. Lying through my teeth mm. because I was so terrified financially. Yeah. Because I was like, I have this kid now. I need to take care of her. And him. I had no maternity leave or anything like that. Or this, that, you know, was obviously self-employed, you know yeah. yourself. But I went back and obviously when you're doing eyelashes, you're hunched over. Yeah. Doing that and then singing. You're putting a lot of stress on your diaphragm and stuff like that. So terrible idea, really. Terrible. But yeah. I, got, I got through it. Yeah, you do it though because you have to. Yeah. I went back to work after three weeks on Hunter. Yeah. Like, what the fuck would I say? Well, come here, if I had a had natural now, I'd probably the next day would have been like, oh, I'm jumping up, I'll do it. I'll sit on the yeah, donut. I'll sit on the donut. But you know, like now, I hope when you're next, you take that little bit more time off. I'm not having any more. Are you done dusted? I can't, I'd love to have another one. I can't afford another one. I know, they're expensive. Because they? with the house and everything, and then we have two between us. But you know what? You can always make it. You always say that. You'll always find a way. I'm if, so, I'm so um, beyond stressed at the minute. Okay. That I think it would be a terrible idea as yeah. much as I'd love. But I mean, in like five years. Yeah, then I'll be 37. Yeah, who mm. says that? I don't know. I'll see. I'll, I, it's highly unlikely. Highly the way unlikely. I always okay. said when I was pregnant, if I had a boy, yeah, that's we have a boy and a girl between us. Yeah, yeah, very true. And yeah. I probably, it would take away the want to have, like the extreme want to have another one. Yeah. Because if I had I had a little girl, I'd probably, oh, I'd love to try for a little boy, but you'd probably get another girl or whatever, yeah, either yeah. or. But I think our little situation at the minute is so lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why change it? Yeah, oh no. I, I always said I wanted four, but after a full section, I've changed my ne- <laughs> mind completely. Like, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm really cool was and content. Was it an elective section or was it? An emergency, but it wasn't like I wasn't being rushed down to get it done. I okay. Yeah, I had time. I had time to think of it. Like, I, even when I went in that morning and they were like, no, you're going to have the baby today. And I was like, no, no. I'm having a home birth. Oh, God. And they were like, no, <laughs> no you're no. not. Your placenta's overworking. The baby's stomach isn't growing. And I was like, she'll be fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm going home. I'm having my yeah, home birth. I'm having my home birth. What are you saying? Can I bring my home to the hospital? Yeah. <laughs> and the midwife called my home midwife and dad. She was like, oh, oh, okay. Well, let's just hold them off for as long as possible and I'll be in. And it was so beautiful. So she came into the hospital and because she's a midwife, she was able to sort of help like be in my corner and help me navigate and talk through absolutely everything. Yeah. And then I got to meet the woman doing the section. Mm-hmm. And 
she was amazing. She had a fantastic eye contact. She, I said that when, if I don't lose too much blood, I'd love for Luna Ray to come out and to keep the umbilical cord attached for as long as possible. Yeah. Uh, and she did all of that. I asked her, could I see the placenta? She did that. I never got to see mine. It's massive. And then there's like this, it literally looks like there's this root of a tree growing out of it. I've seen pictures of other people. <laughs> oh. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah. But I didn't get to, so it's I like had stranger my... stranger things. <laughs> it's not terrifying, it's beautiful. Only Kirsty would say this. It's so beautiful. I got my placenta. The fine beauty. Uh, yeah, it is. I got my Blood placenta guts. encapsulated on Hunter mm. and I didn't have the opportunity to do it on her. Um, and I, I remember being really devastated, but I was so grateful to be able to have at least seen it. Yeah, you know I, mean? I wanted to be able to take it home and even like bury it or something. Like yeah. that. I'm that mad. Like. And, and the tree of life yeah. will grow. Yeah, yeah. Plant it under a tree. A tree full of babies. this is your tree. When when I got a section as well, but I was twelve hours in labour and no pain relief, and I got six centimeters and heart rate dropped and I got rushed. I mean, gone. Next of all, there he is. I was like, what is going on? But horrific. And it's such a the room is so like big and. It's clinical. It's literally what you see in something like Grey's Anatomy yeah. and you're like, holy yeah. fuck, I'm in this room. Because I remember yeah. I got up onto the table. Obviously, yours was such an emergency. Yeah. But I remember getting up on the, the table. I don't even remember getting the injection in my back. That's how much of an emergency yeah. it was. Everyone's like, that's so sore. I was like, I also got my waters broken. I have no memory of that because the pain I was in. Yeah. Because I got no epidural or anything. Like, just had gas in there. That's it. Yeah. I had no epidural or anything. So, for some reason, this is probably something that you could probably say you wanted to do. Was like, I wanted to feel the pain. Oh, I, oh that, that's why I, I enjoyed the, the pain as much as it was the worst time in my life. That, I was, was like, beautiful. you can do this, Sandy, come on. <laughs> Keep trucking on. 12 hours of being battered around. Yeah. But I felt like someone, I, this is the only thing I can explain. I think, let's see if you relate, right? Being in labour and getting contractions is like sitting in the electrical chair, right? Mm. And somebody messing with the switch, nearly killing you each time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I found mine really beautiful. No, like no? Mine, with him, like mine were way worse with him. Like, what was I like in the hospital? 12 like, hours, lads. I'm saying awful. 12 hours. Well, until it got to the end. So I did 36 hours in Labour Hunter okay, before I had him. And the first, I'd say, 30 were pretty much beautiful because I was, I well, was they, really went breathing. Though, I went in naturally and I, I was breathing through it all. Yeah. But then I got to the end. No, then they induced me. I got induced. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, fucking. Of course, it's not natural. That shit's yeah. not. That's not bearable. I literally. No, was you're like, talking about epidural. No, I induced. Where they put like a a gel a thing gel first. thing in, oh, so sorry. to make you dilate because I wasn't dilating my hunter. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and so did you get induced? I got induced before I was in any labour. I was forty-two weeks pregnant. Oh, yes. That's why happened. that was so yeah. horrific. That's why I felt like electric. Yeah. So. It's it forced. did. So like it's forced when you labor, see like. people, when you see people going into labour naturally, they get these soft period cramps at the yeah, start, and then you no. cross it. When I think you're induced <laughs> later on, it's from zero to hundred straight away. So in twelve is. hours, I was top height contractions nonstop, mm. puking everywhere, puking, telling Mark I needed a shit every five minutes, <laughs> carrying me to the belt, sitting on the toilet, going, nope, going back to the bed. Yeah, no, I do want the shit. <laughs> crying, getting sick, crying. It was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is beautiful. But that's the problem too. We induce people so much where it's maybe like not fully necessary, but I guess you went Yeah, I was 42 weeks, so they were nervous. But I mean, if they left you 43, maybe he would have came out a well, different way. Well, you know, way. it's very dangerous to let them go past 40 like when two, kids are two. way over like there's a yeah. big chance of stillborn I know, I, know. I wasn't risk like I, wasn't, I didn't get the option I wanted to have the baby I wanted an elective section two weeks prior oh did you yeah because I was I was suffering so bad with sciatica 
Oh, yeah, I was in yeah. bits, like, and there was just no, no. And he was a breach at start. So I went in to get the, you know, when they manually torn him around. Yeah. Mm. And I went in and they did the scan on it. He was still breach. And then I went out to wait around. I was waiting to go back in to turn him around. When I went back in, he goes, happy days. He's after turning around. I was like, in the space of five minutes out in the waiting room. I was like, thank you, Milo. Thank you so much. Because yeah. I heard bad things about that turning thing as well. Yeah. So, yeah, madness. Babies, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it is truly so beautiful birth, though. Yeah, oh, it is amazing. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to relive that moment over and over again, even though it was carnage. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. On your first, yeah. I think it's even extra more carnage him than his little drumstick. Yeah, I call that, him him all that, is the time. Is that my one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luna Ray sitting here with drumsticks in her hand. She's ready. She's ready to lose her hearing. Yeah. Fiona's on the floor checking We're out We're actually going over to see my mom now, which I'm really excited about because I'm yeah. like, I'm already thinking of like date nights. Oh, yeah. And things yeah. like that because she like... I guess like living here, it's like, it's great. But you know, you always have to like plan things. Yeah. And then yeah. sucks the phone out. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. Because then you, I like, just that spontaneous. Yeah, no like, spontaneous. You... No. No, it's just gone. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? It's gone. It's awful. And us being, I know, like, so you're with, he's a musician. You're with musicians. Me and fellow musicians. Being from the music scene, life is spontaneous. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, I have a gig tonight. Let's go here. And they never know where you're going to end up. Yeah. That's gone. Yeah. I drive to my gigs, do my gig, get in the car, drive home, home, put kids to bed, you know, wake up next morning, sound like that's gone. Everything's yeah. gone. The phone is gone, but the phone is in this now. Oh, so the phone much. is in the kids. The, the shift change is insane. Like. Yeah. And I, I always say, like, like Mark has a gig now on Friday and he's like, oh, you're, because I'm actually off on Friday. He's like, oh, you can come to my gig. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go. But something in me is like, I'd rather stay home with the kids. So I don't, when I get up the next morning, I'm not too tired. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, I just drive in and drive home. So as soon as I sing the last song, my brain just is not the way it used to be. But then when I do have, if I had two days, or we were away for a couple of yeah. days. So I knew I had no kids for like four days. Amazing. I was on a bender. Yeah. That's I different. was garbage of a person. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. And then when I came back, I just felt like the worst mother. <laughs> in all the land for about 10 weeks. <laughs> it's just... Oh, it's just not worth it. But it's hard, it's so though. worth it as well because when you have that time with your fella and you get the bond, you're like, oh, remember us? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I really like hold you. Hold hands and kiss. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's mad. Completely. We're going to, actually, I'm going to a wedding next week and it's gas. I'm taking my little cousin so she can stay in the room. I was like, I'll order you hotel yeah. service. You Absolutely. stay in the room. And Ray, because Ray will be again, fingers crossed. And, um, I'm going to the wedding. Yeah. It's like how your life has changed completely. I was like, going to a wedding and one's going to the wedding, one has to work and then we have to take someone else to mind the baby. Yeah. And, and then Ray's mommy and daddy are going to have Hunter. And it's mm. just like, you have to you have to organise so much shit now when you have kids. Yeah. It's, and it's non-stop. Yeah. Like, if you ever look at, like, I'm sure being a hairdresser as well with your appointments and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. You're kind of good at that. You get yeah. good at the organisation, right? So I'm looking at my calendar now and it's just like, just every, like, shower blocked off. Brush teeth, <laughs> you know. Yeah, or I'm like, I, I'm at that stage, you know, where I'm feeding her, and I'm like, hmm, damn, and I should have told that client to come a half an hour earlier. Yeah, because like now she's asleep, and I'm like, oh, hopefully she won't wake when they come. Yeah, yeah. Well, I started like cause I used to, I was working in a little salon, but now I'm back working at home, right? Yeah. So I'm testing the waters with clients, saying, who can I have Milo here with? <laughs> what clients are okay with my dogs being on? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, and think so, Miley is just so nice yeah. if she's always in the salon. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm, sorry. I'm, it's kind of weighing out which clients suit you mm-hmm. and accept your madness. <laughs> yeah. It's lovely. It's lovely that you have the option. And you know what? I'm so blessed. Since I moved home from America and I was working in Peter Marks, I'd say 
I still have like 50% of those Peter Mark clients mm-hmm. now. Yeah. I'm out of there like six years. People get so used to their, their girls. But they've become my friends. Yeah. Because yeah. like I didn't have many friends when I moved to Ireland. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I had to literally start over yeah. everything new. Like even when I was like, like inviting people to Hunterfest, I was like, my God, the amount of my clients that I've invited with their kids, because yeah. we've all had kids together. We've lost parents yeah. together. We've, we've been, we've been married together. There's, there's so many different things that we've been through with each other. And it's really, the really lovely. The conversations you have with clients. Yeah. I did some of the deepest conversations you'll ever have because there's like that confidentiality for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to, it's like you're a doctor. And it's because you don't see them as often. And then when you do see them, it's like, and at the start, you don't know anything about them to judge. Yeah. You're there just fresh start with you mm-hmm. and you just have face value. You know what I mean? You don't know their surrounding situation until they let you in on it. Yeah. So you're just literally, you, you grow a brand new <laughs> friendship accidentally. Yeah, like, yeah. Like when you're older. Like, because yeah. you're used to it when you're a kid and stuff, but when you're older and you're like, I can still do this, I can still create new friends, new bonds throughout my life. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and like, t- talking about that, my my mom, right, is from Donegal, right, and all her family live up there. Mm-hmm. And then when she moved to Dublin, I think she was 14, 15. And I want to get my mom on for an episode because her story's mad, but as, as far as I know, she moved to Dublin getting told she was getting a scholarship or something like that with some skill. End up, she's working in an Opus Day kind of convent thing. Yeah. Basically being a slave for nuns. Yeah. Madness, right? So basically she was down there and then she was, she had one sister living in Dublin and that sister had had a baby. Yeah. And she asked my mum to be godmother. So my auntie went up and got my mum out of the place for the day for the christening. Obviously it's a holy event. She's no problem going, right? Mm-hmm. And my auntie went and collected her clothes the next day. Because it's never went back. Yeah. But they were afraid to tell my granny, I think, and stuff like that. But it was insane. So my mom's been in Dublin since then. Oh, wow. Imagine just fending for yourself in Dublin. And then she got pregnant young as well. And there's, a whole, there's a whole other story there to do with the the, yeah. the mother mother and baby homes and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but not my story to tell. I, I'm trying to encourage my mom to have this course come on talk to talk about her story because it's insanely interesting I think all our mammies have amazing stories yeah. to tell and but that's the, I think a lot of people relate to that as a well a lot of people will yeah. About it, I'd say. Yeah, yeah but the thing about my ma is you wouldn't think she was my ma because she's like mew really she's the most silent woman she's like hi how are you oh wow she's not she's, she, it's like she has she's been through so much in her life that she has like the fear of God in her yeah yeah you know the kind of way but uh, and that's only the tip of the iceberg with that woman but yeah. um, what I'm saying is when she moved to Dublin she had to recreate then when she met my dad, my dad had all these friends and they became her friends. Yeah. Then they broke up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like in her 40s or, or whatever age she was, I don't know what age she was. And she had to do it again. So my ma still to this day has very few friends. Yeah. Like, like very few. I was only saying that to my brother, like I was on the phone to my brother the other day and I was like, I genuinely have four mates in life. It's and mad, it's yeah. my two brothers, my mom and Ray. I have lots of people that I love and are friends. I probably have Right now, when I think of it, like maybe Siobhan is genuinely like a beyond true mate that like always shows up and is always there. But every other friend I had before Hunter, like we're mates and like we still talk here and there. But I don't mean that like if any of you are listening to the podcast, I don't mean it in a bad (laughs) way. I mean it in the God honest, like the truth, like when did you last see them? When do you... when did you check and I understand when you have kids your life completely changes changes, and I get that but it's like those are my true mates and that's why it's so hard for me because they're your core group 
and they're not here. Yeah. So like, and I miss that, you know, like I was on the phone to my brother the other day and he was roaring, crying and all I wanted to do is wrap my arms around him. Yeah. And I don't have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And old Kirsha would have been like, you know, what? I'm going to book a flight and go over for a week yeah. and just be there. But now my life are my kids. So mm. my brothers and my mom get a back seat now. And, and that's so, so weird. Yeah. yeah, so hard. Like, it's such an interesting subject. I can't believe we actually haven't touched on this on any mm. podcast. Just the whole support network. Yeah. Support network. Like, even without kids being involved, just for yourself. Yeah, like, someone said to me there the other day, like, and said to Ray, they're like, oh, I've been out on many, like, dates. And me and Ray were like, yeah, yeah in, in the kitchen like, when the kids are in bed. <laughs> not even. Like, we're fucking shattered. We go to yeah. bed or I'm like, I just have to go to bed because I have to feed her in a little while. It's like, and... it's like, we haven't had the ride in about six months. We <laughs> oh, must schedule one. Me and I are petrified. We're like, no, we know what that means. That means a consequence. Like, that <laughs> yeah. even, like, having sex. Forbidden. Like, remember we went through, like, a week or two of our dates where, like, if we were going to shop to grab something, we'd have, like, a sneaky bar of sausage in the car together for ten minutes. We <laughs> oh were, like, dates stuck in the yeah. day. Yeah, yeah but That's it's... That's not an idea. You know what, though? But no, no, it's like, actually... No. That, to me, is... It resemble that. That, to me, is beautiful. Yeah, like, because I'm, like... Yeah, have a little That's lovely. I don't even... We don't even get that. Like, we really don't, like... When we do a food shop, when we everywhere we go, Hunter or Luna Ray is with us yeah. at yeah. all times. Yeah. Like I was going to my friend's baby shower, and she said to me, she was like, "Oh, um, she said something like, whoever's minding the kids." And I was like, "Well, that's a statement. Obviously, the kids aren't invited." Right. But I was like, "Well, Luna Ray has to come with me because of my boob." And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's no problem. I just didn't want the pub to be full of kids." And I get that too. Yeah. But then I was like. Wow, isn't that gas? Like how life has changed so much. But I was like, also like, well, that means that I really can't come because if I have no babies. Oh come. yeah, that's after triggering something in my head. In, let's talk about in, in the girls' group chat, right? So a couple of the girls would have older kids. Mm. So she, like, one of the girls in particular would have kids. She's like the same age as Robin. Mm. But whenever we were organising to go for dinner or something, we'd be like, why right, we go dinner here? Blah blah blah. And she'd be like, oh, I can't go because I have my daughter. Yeah. I was like, like thinking that she wasn't able to bring her, and I'd always be like, bring her. Yeah. Bring her the morning because wherever I go, Milo's with me. I think yeah. there was a moment that you me. understand though that you have the responsibility of your kid. Like I think people yeah. who are parents, like so, but say no, you'd have this, Robin, you'd this, understand to like you wouldn't mind having a kid there. Whereas I feel like some people, no, have some don't people, have I don't think girls, if you haven't become a mother, you don't understand it. No, yet. I yeah. swear to God, the rest of the girls felt the same as me. Yeah, at the time, but it was the mother who was thinking, "Oh, I don't want to be annoying and bring me kid." Yeah, yeah. Whereas we were like, "We bring want to see a kid. We haven't seen her in ages." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Right, and then it goes on then to me being like, "Drop your kid up to me while I have Robin, and I will mind her while you go live your life. Yeah. At least once, once a month, even do it for yourself." And then it, I kept saying, it and it never happened. But I was ready for yeah. it because yeah. people think people are lying when they offer their help. You but know? you know what though. I, some people offered some people it to are. me and I then reached out because genuinely I had nobody down my yeah. way and then when I reached out I remember being like Ray was like yeah no Kirsha I know we've no mates I'm sorry and I was like we fucking really don't like <laughs> I can imagine we, him saying that he was well. like yeah I get it we've got shit mates alright and I was like we fucking really do like we don't well, have that support like well, do you know what I mean I'm, I'm not even joking I will help you if, if ever I can if ever I find a window even if it's an I'm hour saying, or something. Yeah. Here all the time like I'm gonna say what I know, came out I know but you know like obviously yeah. when we live down the country like in that yeah. sense of like when you're around those people and it's like fuck like when people come down they're usually really good at being like you know what do you want to go out go out for a fucking hour or something or yeah. even like when I had Luna Ray I remember I was like mom I can barely walk and she's like 
baby girl, I can't give you any more time. I have three weeks here. So you and Ray go out for a cup of coffee yeah. and just enjoy it. And I was like, but uh, I don't want to give her a bottle yet. And she's like, I don't give a fuck what you want to do. I'm yeah, giving her a bottle right. and that's just that. She get out of there. And then like she was just she's like, get out, get out. And like we went out like I think yeah. like four times when before she was like a month old yeah. when she was home because it was yeah. like, she, she took the two of them and all and I was like, yeah. the, but the two and she's like, yeah, one is does nothing. Yeah, they're yeah. and the other one just runs around. She's yeah. like, I've got this, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, you, the thing is, as a mother, you can underestimate another person's ability to look after your kids. As yeah, well. and I think because she's my mom. Yeah, she's like, I gave birth to you. These are yours, and these are these are mine, and I yeah. you need space. Yeah, and go and have it because mm-hmm. I can't give it to you in two months' time when you may want it. But she's yeah. like, because I'm not here. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, all right, thank you. You know, th- it's those little it. things. The guilt of the exam, like I'd be the same with Isla, and it's because. Like, Isla's great, but she's so full on all of the time. So I know how draining she is. So oh, yeah. if someone is like, can I take her? Instantly in my head, I'm like, they're going to be drained. But I forget, like, they don't have her. All 24 7 all day. So, like, she's yeah. grand and short Let, be, let them be drained. So one day yeah. them being drained is okay. You're yeah. trained for how many years? Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's okay. It's so true. Well, like, you remember as well, all these, most of these women that are rough have had kids. Exactly. So they know the drill. Yeah. They know the drill. So we just kind of, everyone thinks their kids are the maddest. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, my kids, they are going to melt your brain. But hold on. All kids are mad. If you get a kid that's not mad. And kids are way better for other people. Yeah, it's, it's a lie. Kids are way better for other people than they are for yourself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. They'll whinge and moan at like they test, us. Yeah, but she tests gonna... their boundaries like no yeah. to no end. And then when yeah. we go out, she's like this little angel child. And I'm like, yeah. what is this? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Completely. Well, come here. What is it? Uh, house Devil Street Angel. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, come here. Hunter's in Montessori now at the minute. At crash, I'd say he's like being great there. We'll pick him up, and he's like, Wee! yeah. And you're like, why are you injured at me? Like, what? What are you injured at? Go get get back in there. Yeah. Did you have a terrible day? And he honestly, <laughs> he's he really doesn't want to come. I want to stay here in this magical place of crash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you know, at the end of the day, like just just know that there is people out there. Mm-hmm. The most the people you'd never think. Yeah. That probably want to help you out and. That will help you. And it could be like, a, you scratch my back, I scratch your back. Do you know what? I was actually asked, like my friend Sonia, when I put up that post, my friend Sonia messaged me and she was like, I have five hours free on Sunday. Yeah. I'll be up and mind the kids if you and Ray just want to go for a coffee. And I was like, thank you so much for just offering that Sonia because she's got four fucking kids. Yeah. And she's the one to offer, offer to come up. But that's she, she knows. She knows. Yeah. yeah. And she has her two sisters and her mom yeah. like right next to her. Yeah. So she's like, I, like, she's like, I'll do that for you. And I was like, wow, that's so nice. I won't expect that for you. But like, thank you for just acknowledging it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But take her up on it. Yeah. And then you say, send the four down to me one of the days. Yeah. I know that sounds like absolute carnage, but I think I always say six is as bad as two. Yeah, yeah, no, I think the more the merrier. Like, our friends usually come over, Adam and Emma, they're fucking brilliant. Actually, I lie. Sorry, Adam and Emma, you guys are fucking troopers. They are our two best friends. Barney Mob. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're down with us all the time. I want Emma to come on and talk about the... She's moving to Donegal now. Yeah. Yeah. But she'll do it soon. But she's... uh, They're honestly, like, our best friends. They're up probably once or twice a month and... They even took Hunter for us multiple times. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh my God, thank you. Because they know what it's like. You know what I mean? I've got three kids. Absolutely. Where they're like, where if like Adam's mom has them for a little bit, they're like, I have like three days off. Emma, or Emma, they dropped the kids up to Dublin and came down to us to help us with the kids once. And I was like, ah, lads, you are fucking troopers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just so they're like. But as well, yeah, forget that people enjoy. 
Yeah, other like, kids. I, I too. get so excited to be around other people's kids and play with a new kid other than my own all the time. <laughs> and as well, it's if, a friend for them as yeah. well. Like, do you know, yeah. if we bring Milo over here to Ireland. Yeah, we're just playing with each other. They're yeah. entertained, but they're not exactly. hanging out with us. You yeah. know, so that's like, what I do love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm dying for Milo and Hunter to meet each other because I like. They, I think they'd be great mates. Yeah, Milo's real. I've noticed. I always thought he was going to be like a bit of a heavy handed, so gentle. Yeah, and he's just hugging and kissing other kids, and I was like. <laughs> love you so much you're so cute oh yeah is right. real gentle too he yeah. looks like a proper farmer and he is yeah. a bit but he's so gentle <laughs> he's so cute he's fucking a gas character <laughs> little cabbage heads on all the kids I know like, they always have, like does Hunter sweat like a mad thing in a sweet oh, sleep sweating like a mad because I've noticed his hair like Milo the kind of uncontrollable oh, hair no Ray only said he was like do you think they're going to call him Boris Johnson in school I was like Ray shut <laughs> up and he was like I don't see other kids have hair like his and I was like what's wrong with his hair you know you should do his hair you should have the first blonde kid with dreadlocks. <laughs> no, his hair is way too fine for dreads. No, but add a bit, a few extensions. A few extensions. Go on, he'd be class, wouldn't he? He would be class. Yeah. I think I'm just going to let it grow until he tells me whatever the hell he wants to do with it. Yeah. Milo's hair won't grow, so he has uh, his father's. It's curly. Just on the little top, little trump bit there, like. Okay. But it's it's very cute. But no, it grows where you don't want it to grow. Yeah, and then it doesn't grow where you need it to grow. Yeah. It's there's a there's a kind of a Joe Exotic vibe going on. <laughs> oh, you know, lovely. so and I chase him around the house with scissors and just cut random chunks off his hair when he's not looking. Because I know if I bring him to a hairdresser, it's all hell break loose. Yeah. Century I don't actually I stopped cutting kids' hair as I was just like, I'm not doing that no yeah, more. It's chaos. People are like, Will you cut my daughter's hair? I'm like, actually I I, I just had to sort of do it because it was it was so hard because sometimes yeah. it would take you 40 minutes to do a kid's haircut and sometimes it would take you 5 minutes yeah you know and it's like I'm putting them through hell just cut them yourself the kids don't it doesn't the, matter the if that's a straight line yeah. like. no it doesn't like, matter I, my ma I guarantee used to cut my bleeding fringe with her eyes closed so <laughs> yeah. yeah and I survived yeah. survived and I have a good story to tell uh-huh. <laughs> but you know so right what, what are we doing for time there just almost an hour oh jeez it just flies by doesn't it yeah it does flies by right so we never got into then when you had Luna Ray coming home from the hospital with Luna Ray, or did we? We kind of just touched on it all, didn't we? We're flying yeah. through everything. I have no structure today. I'm just going to find. <laughs> so I'm looking at Fiona and saying, are you taking notes? Has anyone taken notes? Gavin has. I don't know the names. Oh, names very good. Yeah, very good. No, but is there anything else we need to touch on before we wrap up other than we're all emotional wrecks? Uh, <laughs> why did we become mothers? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I say that all the no. time now at Isle, especially. I'm like, whoever thought three year olds were a good idea? Like, whoever thought three year olds were a good idea? Yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm she at that stage. Wild. Well, Hunter, he's insane. And it's like, oh, all these, but, and it's so fun to watch. And then I'm like, the next stage, you know, like he's at that, he, he started like pinching my legs now. What age is Hunter now? He's two in September. So he's just, he's literally about half a year behind Milo. Yeah. Yeah, you're in for it. Oh, like I know. You are Milo. in for Yeah, oh, it's scary. Like, you can see, or like the tantrums. I'm like, are all kids this insane? I, see, I do or that I'm like, all the time. am I giving in too much? I'm like, yeah. But well, see, I have happening? to keep reminding myself with the way Isla is. I'm like, it'll all be worth it someday in the future when she's on a stage and her drama's coming out some yeah, yeah. way that way. I just have oh, to let her away so with it dramatic. now. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, but like, it's deadly. Yeah, all the like, best things in the entire universe. Like, Robin is a sassy little so-and-so. Yeah. She have met her, yeah. she would... She's just, she's so beautiful, right? Yeah. She's a beautiful kid and not that she knows it, but she knows how to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know she's very confident. She's a yeah, yeah. I think women are confident. really smart. Yeah. And yeah. But do you know, right, did, I, I think I've already said it, obviously on me and Zoe's episode, I think Robin is so confident because she has been in some weird situations mm. and it's all just normal to her. Exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? And she's like, any weird situation is normal to me now, so in every situation I'm comfortable. 
Yeah. 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 So she she thinks she thinks everybody is cool. Yeah. So she doesn't go in going, oh, who's this or what's that? Oh, I'm afraid of them. She goes in and she'll say something cheeky straight away or she'll like just questioning. And she's she's 10 next week. Yeah. But Isla's like that. Isla's three. Like, and she walk up to strangers yeah. on the road and she's like, I'm Isla Donahue Murphy and this is my baby Fiona Bond. And I'm like, you're going to be kidnapped so quick because she Isla gives away so much personal information. So much. Like, remember driving her to school and there's a couple and she's like, I go to school here. I'm like, stop telling people where you're going to be. Like, yeah. Well, kids have the tendency to kind of say the most inappropriate things to strangers. Blunt honesty, though. Yeah, yeah. Little, one of my clients, our little fella, had to come to her appointment during the day, right? And he says, uh, he's he's obviously lying through his teeth just for yeah. a co- comical effect, right? He says, Mom, remember that time you gave me a whooping? <laughs> a whooping? <laughs> a whooping. And I was like, well, I know that's a lie because we don't say whooping no. in Ireland. And I says, what did she give you a whooping with? A belt. I was like, and she was like, oh my God, shut up! You're gonna, you're gonna be taken off me! And I was like, and then when he was leaving, I says, here, do you want me to get me belt? And he was like, but I just, he yeah. could say that to the wrong person. Yeah. And, and I kind of stepped in and I said, you don't want to say that too much because someone will think your mammy actually did give you a whooping. Yeah. And then, you might be gone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I sure kids don't have to it though, I don't think. I think they're just really good at trying to... Wind you up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's scary, isn't it? Because like one wrong sentence said in front of the wrong person. I'm sort of excited for Hunter because I'm like, I wonder what you're going to be like a good little liar. They're all terrible. It depends on their confidence when they do it. Yeah, yeah. How is he going to be at it? Like, you know, I was a great liar. Oh, no. I, mean, I, I, can't, like, I cannot tell a lie. Well, like, I my eyes Ray can't and tell a lie either. Like, but when I'm on stage, when I was in college, obviously I did acting in college, right? Yeah. I can do that. And that's yeah. a lie, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But there's no malice behind it. Exactly, It's yeah. just you're, you're playing a part. But I can do that, no problem. But oh, when, I, a... when I have any emotion behind this lie, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm lying. Well, I remember like Isla's first lie when she started lying. She was in the kitchen. And I think you were in the sitting room. And she'd kick the dogs. Like, I want, no, she didn't kick it actually. She lifted the dog's water bottle and, like, just poured it all over the floor. I watched her do it. And then I sent her into the sitting room to, like, give it out to her when I cleaned up. And he was like, Go out and tell your mommy, sorry for spilling the water. And she went, She's like, Mom, I'm so sorry that Gavin spilled the dog's water. Oh I was God. like, I just watched you do it. Like, oh. <laughs> sorry for, oh, isn't it gas? Yeah. They'll rat anyone else out. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Oh, weapons. Weapons. Yeah. Children. The neckiest. The neckiest. Right, well, I think we can wrap up. I'm just trying to think is there anything I'm leaving out because I'm all over the place today. This is, there's been loads of back and forth and... Tears. Tears, yeah. Jesus mm. Christ, I didn't expect We should have just done a podcast about like me and you. Yeah. First. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, anyway. But we, there's, always a, there's always a part two to come. Yeah, as and a round get... of Gavin's taking out and drawing a picture of a shark. Actually, so... in, in, future, in future, I want Baby to shark. put out the idea of doing a panel episode. Yeah, I think it'd be a great idea. Yeah, so I want to get like past guests like yeah. we need to put a poll up and see who they want to get back for mm-hmm. a panel and we'll get questions and answers or questions not the answers mm-hmm. questions <laughs> in and we'll get ask the answer. guests that and blah 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 and it'll just be an parent ongoing parent advice type yeah. thing would be good yeah. I think yeah, oh parent advice would be amazing Yeah, in a sense like I well, feel like most people suffer with the same things as well yeah it's a given like you know it's the same things are hard for everybody yeah. Yeah. you know people don't find them hard are lying but uh yeah, Kirsty, you're absolutely amazing. Thanks. You're doing a stand-up job as a mom. Thanks very much. Right, even without the, the support system there, yeah. you're doing it. Like, yeah. your kids are perfect. They they want for nothing. No. You know what I mean, and you want for more. 
You want for your mum. I, yeah, I just thought, yeah, yeah, I want for my mum and my siblings. That's and she's all. always there for you, though. She's oh, always yeah. there and she'll be back and forth. And when the kids are a bit bigger, it'll be easier to kind of go back and forth yourself as well. So completely. I'm I'm, I'm real excited about her fly over you know in January. Do you buy an airplane? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah, that's my next investment. Yeah. It was going to be a caravan, but maybe it'll just be... <laughs> well, just put wings on the caravan. It'll take me a while. <laughs> get a gigantic zipline. Yeah, it might take me a, a, a long time to get there. <laughs> I'll stop. I know. Come here. The, the whole... I'd love to do another episode someday on home owning in Ireland as well. I always touch on it, but... Actually, no, we'll, we'll talk about it real quick, right? So, trying to be a new mother, hold down a job, hold down a boyfriend, hold down a car... Mm-hmm. And, and then thinking, I need to get a mortgage, mm-hmm. or I need to somehow put a roof over these kids because me ma wants me out, yeah. or whatever. That is the hardest part, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. And just not having your own space and just. But look, you used to go out just before. We got it? out. We moved into our house five weeks before the fucking the world shut down. Yeah. Like if that didn't happen, yeah. oh my ah, uh, Ray'd be in a tent somewhere. In Tallaght, and yeah. I had to move to America. Yeah. I mean, we would probably never had kids. Yeah. Because, like, there's only so much of living in your parents' house you can do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and uh, his parents would have definitely fucking kicked him out by then, I'd swear to you. Not, mm. like, in the, like, when you're living with them in the depths and then lockdown, it was just so yeah. hard. Like, I went through a stage of when I just couldn't be in my own house anymore, like yeah. my family home, because. Me and my brother were having killings, right? Yeah. Because, um, and I think you have to you have to be out but, like at a certain stage. We had Robin like at this time and Robin was probably older than I was. anyway. So yeah. on a stage where I was sleeping on Mark's ma's couch. Yeah. And I had nowhere to go. But here I was I'm a self efficient woman, I can afford you to just, live out. I just yeah, can't find, find anywhere. anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, So here I am on a couch somewhere. Yeah. Because I can't get along with my brother and you know, things like that. And I was just then eventually we got the house that we're in now and we're there about four years. But uh, that was literally just before lockdown as well, actually. Now yeah. think about it. And like rent yeah. prices, like how are people ever, ever Bunkers. meant to save a cent? Nightmare. Like, Nightmare. Like we're blessed now where we are that like mom is happy with us here and we have the extra support here. Yeah. But like if I hadn't got here, we'd be. Yeah. Well, that's, like, that's where I'm kind of as well in the middle, like in that place we're in now. Yeah. And we're, we're building this house bit by bit. Mm-hmm. When we had the Slow money. Slow and steady. Yeah. When we had the money. So the whole mortgage thing went out the window, even though... Oh, I, I can't even get into it. It's too confusing. I don't even understand it, but um, we're doing it bit by bit. Yeah. So it'll be ready when it's ready. My aim is to have it ready before Milo starts school. If I get it done quicker, happy days. Yeah, once but you have like a kitchen and like a sitting room and a bedroom, maybe you can all live your, together. Once I have a roof. Just, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you can build on the rest of the room. Yeah. But I don't think so, that's how it works. But yeah. <laughs> to anyone, like, and I know I, I'm actually reaching out as well. I want somebody to come on who has been through the homeless system mm-hmm. with kids yeah. and had to spend a stint in a hotel or whatever the homeless hubs just to talk on that because that's a reality for a lot of people so now common well, right now like I know loads of friends that have been through it, but I don't know if they'd want to talk about it or comfortable enough a lot of people I'm proud of ended up in that yeah. situation but at the end of the day it's not your fault that you're in that situation it's the way the country has went in the last what 10 years and absolutely made it impossible for any of us to fend for ourselves Yeah. so you're in that situation because of the country, not because of your doing in most cases. Mm-hmm. So I just want someone, this is a shout out to anybody who's listening who has gone through that and will have the strength anyone. or the courage to come in and talk about it and make a bit kind, make everyone aware of how, how it is. And yeah, I know it's a tough one. Like I've heard of people living in hotels and no, um, they can't get a kit, there's no kitchen or anything. So yeah. they're living on takeaways every day. And even living on takeaways every day is going to eat into your money. Yeah. 
as well as your, it's going to make your kids unhealthy because most takeaway food is unhealthy Completely. and stuff like that. Like even just something like even like a microwave to be able to heat up something, you know, just stupid things. And then like not a wardrobe or makes you so lucky for what you have. Oh my god, every day. Like so, I complain so much about how hard it has been to, but it doesn't take away from the fact that it's been so hard for me saving like a lunatic for mm-hmm. the last nearly. A, a decade, nearly a decade. I've been saving more than I've been spending. So, but but that's because out of fear. Yeah, yeah. Whereas other people just didn't have that option because they would have had kids as teenagers or stuff, and they were like shot out into the world, catapulted out into the world, going, "Oh bollocks, mm-hmm. what do I do here?" And then they just they, they, there's no option to go to work yeah. because there's no support there, and the only way they can do it is to get a council house, and the only way you can get that in a hurry is to go homeless. And, and even then, it's still a stretch of waiting. Like, oh, I know. And, and you, how long is a piece of string? Like, so you don't know how long you're going to be in that situation. Yeah. And then I've heard that some people, like, if they're if they're just them and a child, they'll leave them in hotels longer because they're not as much of a priority, priority and stuff like that. And it's just insane. So basically, anyone listening who can come in and speak on that with a bit more knowledge than I have, which is very little that I have, just what I've had through the grapevine thrown at me. I just, I'm... And especially having kids in it, because my biggest fear, because obviously I lost my house at 16 and moved home to Ireland. Yeah. Like, was, I remember saying to Ray, I was like, I'm never having children until we have a home, until yeah. we have something that's ours. Mm. And I was getting to the stage where I was like, I definitely want to have children. And I remember being like, I'll just buy a shack in Dublin because this is something I really sort of want to do. Yeah. And then you think of those poor people who literally have children and they are living places that don't have fucking like even a microwave. It's so yeah. scary. Would you like, do you know that, like the, all the Dublin yeah. tenements? Like, yeah. Where they all to used to sleep, sit in a, in a bath and stay on water. Top and, are just yeah. filth. And, but the one thing I always say from that is, they survived most of them, you know Oh, I mean? completely. And a lot of them would be deadly people because yeah. they came from nothing. You know? But yeah. I feel like people who go through the toughest stuff end up being the most... Oh, I, I find them, like, people. not to be... Jeez, I, sometimes I, I, before I say something, I kind of retaliate yeah. by saying it and because I'm afraid I'll get in trouble. <laughs> not to, <laughs> to take away from people who haven't been through hard times, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because of course. Most people have been too hard, but yeah. there's some people who have had cushy lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can tell it instantly. Because when you're telling them your story, they're like, oh, Jesus, oh, my God. Oh, my God, I can't believe... How how did you get through it? And I'm like, because that was normality for me. That you just wasn't, had to do it. I, like, I knew no different, yeah. you know what I mean? But, like, and it toughened you up and it makes you prepared for anything that comes your way. When she hits the fan, you know it's not the end. Yeah. You just know you need to wash the fan. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so... But anyway, I'm going to wrap it up on that. Um, because I don't want to keep it safe for the rest of your lives. And I know them <laughs> kids have been good for too long. So, so long. And they're they're sleep, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so for this episode, right, um, I decided I'm going to put one of my songs on purely because the title makes sense because poor Kersha, two very young kids, up the walls, doing it all, horn ready, doing it all on their own, yeah. down in the sticks. And this song is called Wrecked, okay? Wrecked. And it's about just being too wrecked to get up, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes... Sometimes you just have to get up out of bed and it's the last thing you want to do even though them kids need you. Yeah. Right, also I want to dedicate it to all the mothers who got through the summer holidays and their kids are back to school this Ooh. week. So hopefully you get a nice bit of rest time and uh, yeah, Kirsha Horley there with us. Absolutely brilliant. Fair play to you. We'll have a little wins when we turn off the mic. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks so much for coming in. Over and out. Blood boils. Temperature rises Being broken down 
bring no surprises Say the wrong thing all the time Don't know what direction I'm taking in life And I can't help but laugh How did I end up here? I made it on my own But the reasons are never clear Because I'm so So like to share your story please drop us a message on our instagram page which is at mams in a blender or email mams in a blender at gmail.com